Well, thanks for joining me, mate. Another meathead. Yeah. Another barber. No love problem. I love it. <laughs> mate, I always like... Heavyweight. Yeah, lad. You know, like, it's it's crazy. Did you see the uh, the the Bart Kwan video yesterday where it's like, uh, what do you train for? And he goes, health. And then it kind of has these mini snippets of taking a load of Panadol, eating a load of sweets, walking around like your back hurts. And it's like, are you sure we live for health these days? Like heavy ass weight. We're walking around like we've, uh, you know, we've just got out of a nursing home. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it, but yeah, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had to send it to all my lifter mates. I was like, guys, I feel a little bit insulted here. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> you freaking cripple it, clip it around, hobbling about. It's yeah, it's a tough time. Yeah, that's true, man. But like, I like to uh, start with uh, a question that is the same to every lifter, right? It's pretty deep, but I love the answers of what's the biggest lesson the Bible's taught you? The Bible? The Bible? Barbell or, or Barbell? Um, Give me both, man. Why not? Yeah, Let's no, go for it. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start with the Bible since we'll kind of get into Barbells as well over here, but... Uh, I don't know, I grew up uh, religious um, or Catholic and then kind of transitioned more to non-denominational, non-denominational going into college. Um, but I think the Bible is kind of just that, like, no matter what we think matters, um, God just, like, while he lets us enjoy it, like, we're here to glorify him. Um, that's in everything we do, whether it's relationships, um, the way we eat, the way we train, the way we work. Um, I think just kind of, it was cool to kind of take to like learn that within the last couple of years because I've done a lot of growth um, and just seeing that like while you know it's important to care about the things that we have to worry about day in and day out if you just kind of lift yourself up from that anxiety and al allow him to kind of take over your life um, it just changes the way you see things um, in a way that a lot of people don't have the pleasure of doing um, and so I think um, I think just kind of I guess the takeaway from that is just getting rid of the anxiety and worry out of everyday life and just trusting that it'll be all right. And that he'll guide you where you need to be. Um, so that's a uh, bubble um, barbell. Uh, I would say it teaches me every single day that I guess no result is guaranteed or like no outcome is guaranteed. Um, and that every day it's a challenge. You walk in when I can always, there's always days I walk in, and I'll see my program and I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to smoke a heavy clean and jerk. I'm going to PR today. Um, it's just going to be crazy. Everybody at the gym's going to go nuts. And then, like, I'll hardly be able to hit 75%. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. And I text my coach and I'm like, well, whenever he's not there, I'm kind of like, is this, is this right? You know, is this supposed to be happening? And he's like, just trust the process. It'll be fine. But alternatively, you know, there's days where you walk in and you feel like crap. You only got four hours of sleep maybe you only had like some fried chicken for lunch because you couldn't get to or you didn't get to meal prep or whatever and then you go in and you hit a pb a personal back squat or like maybe it's i don't know clean or snatch whatever it is um i think it's just that you can't um you can't rely on how you feel one going into a session and two it's more so important to focus on your technique um and like taking control of what you can during a session. Um, and I think working with the unpredictability of how the weight will feel that day. 
Mm. And I think that's kind of how I've been taking my training moving forward. Um, it's not every day feels great, but sets that are a little bit lighter that I know I can hone in on technique. Um, I think those are the days where I think I feel like I've accomplished the most, even if it's not the heaviest weight. Yeah, for sure, man. I think it's really important that we have both both those points, you know. I think we need some sort of faith system to believe something greater than ourselves, right? Like we uh, we tend to get a little bit suctioned in and, and think we're the center of the universe. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. guys, is that is that the case? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not this all-seeing <laughs> being, right? But maybe this isn't the best thing to do. Maybe we need to uh, believe in something bigger than ourselves, right? And then relating it back to the barbell that that piece of tin that we like to put our hands on and throw above our heads like it's it's humbling right and i think it's uh you know we try and create this inclusivity right it's kind of a word that's thrown around like quite a lot and definitely coming out of my mouth i'm like well how do we create this like the best you know so it doesn't matter who walks in doesn't matter what they look like it doesn't matter where they've been it doesn't matter how old they are like this this thing is going to treat them the same, right? And that's usually a barbell. And I'm like, all right, sick. Like, how do you then kind of teach or facilitate the teaching of life through this thing? And I think um, weightlifting is a special thing, man, because I believe there's no off days, right? Every time you're in the gym, you've got to warm up properly. Otherwise, like Mm -hmm. things are going to start screaming at you. You know, you have to mentally be switched on all the time that you're in there. You know, I like I like all sport. I like all working out. But if I can relate it to powerlifting, right? Um, so that's more of the sport that my brother does. If it's a bench-only day, you don't have to warm up as much as a squat and a deadlift. You know, we mm-hmm. get to lie down and do fitness. You know, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> but, but with the whole weightlifting scene, like, you got to warm up meticulously every single oh, time everything. you're in the gym. Yep before you've even got like a PVC pipe, right? And then you're even playing with that empty bar. And uh, mate, I think it's I think it's really important. I think we need to believe in something greater than ourselves and we need something that's going to humble us like literally every day. Mm-hmm. No, I agree, man. And I was just talking to my coach about just going back to talking about warming up. I was like, man, people try to downplay warming up. And I'm like, if I don't, and I was like asking him to kind of talk some sense to me because people were just like, oh, he's empty barbell, he'd be fine. And I'm like, I have joint pain i have knots everywhere like like there's no way that that is the answer here um and we kind of just went back and forth on it but yeah for sure i i ah, warm-ups take forever sometimes too and i'm like i just want to get to the barbell yeah man i miss the the days where i can i can just like walk into the gym be like okay guys what are we doing i feel pretty good (laughs) like feeling pretty good like my back hurts my shoulders like all over the place i'm like guys give me like 45 minutes let me just kind of like move around a little. <laughs> and it's also yeah. like de-stressing from the day as well, right? Like mm-hmm. we're all doing stuff outside of the gym and it's like, okay, cool. So get that out of your head, start to unwind from that day and then and then wind up for the, the session. And now you're quote unquote an athlete. You are, this is the whole existence is what you got to do for the next hour, two, three. Obviously for you, it's exactly. a little bit more. Our weights are slightly different. <laughs> oh just a little bit maybe just yeah <laughs> maybe by about 300 percent, but you know that's <laughs> that's only a little bit man you know dude it's all perspective for sure yeah for sure man that's that's one of my one of my biggest things i like to the pass on in the coaching realm is strength is relative right 
-hmm. Like it doesn't matter if it's low, fucking super, super high. You're like, guys, strength is relative at the end of the day. We're all in, we're all slapping some sort of demon in our head. Right. And it's just like, we're going to (laughs) walk out and be a little bit more of a stellar human being because of it. Hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Your your weight's your weight. And I think I have to tell people that sometimes because they're like, oh, like friends that are just getting to the gym. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm lifting this. I'll just hit this PR. I don't know it's something compared to yours. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, you're, 100%. you're doing your weight. You're getting better. And like, that is like, these two are just not like, they're kind of connected, but they're more parallel than anything. It's like, we're running the same race. I rather, you, it doesn't matter where I'm at, where you're at. Like, if you're getting better, I'm way happier for you than just the person who's sitting on the couch not doing anything all day and complains and, and has these issues. It's like, no, you're you're trying and I'll support anybody trying any day of the week. Yeah, for sure, man. Like they're literally getting in and getting something done. Right. And I think seeing exactly. somebody do that, even if it's like I'm going outside and digging holes or I'm on a pogo stick or I'm doing Zumba <laughs> or yoga or something, right? You're like, yeah, mega, tell me about it. Like it it's cool. <laughs> You know, you've, you're doing something. Like you said, you got off the couch and that's important, you know, especially in a comfort-ridden, modern world, you know, where everything's like, don't worry about it, you're going to hurt yourself, don't don't, don't give it a go. It's like, how about you give it a go? And if you yeah. hurt yourself, we'll figure it out from there. Maybe. No, but no I, I agree, man, I think. Maybe we're just the dumb people that like to live. <laughs> That's true. That's that's probably mostly it. Um, but you know, there's. I think if you can encourage people to try something new, then I think you're doing something right. Sure, dude. What's your purpose? What's my purpose? That's a great question. Um, you know, somebody asked me that I think a couple of years ago, um, and I have always felt like being able to like be in relationship with people um, is not only just my purpose, but I think our purpose in general. Um, I think it's a lot, especially in today's age, it's a lot easier to kind of drift off to your own world, whether that's whatever craft you have, whether that's social media, whether that's Netflix, whatever. um, And just kind of seclude yourself. And it's, easy to be like oh i'm just introverted like this is just the way i am i don't need to connect with people um not that i'm saying i'm introverted but it's an easy excuse right um but i think i have seen in the past where people have told me like hey you made me feel loved in this scenario or like this in this time of my life or like if it wasn't for you i don't think i would have as much joy or things of that nature. And I've had friends tell me like from high school that I was really tight with best friends. Um, one in particular is like, Hey man, if it wasn't for you, um, I have contemplated suicide before. Um, and I would have like done it, but knowing that you were pursuing me as a friend, um, like that was just enough. Um, and whether or not that was the whole truth, who knows? Um, but like him just telling me that it was like, holy shit, like just the simple act of following up with a person and making sure that they felt loved was enough to make them feel like they still have a purpose to continue to walk this earth. Um, and I think 
just the last 26 years of life has shown me that you don't really get far without people in your corner. Um, and you really don't get far um, without being able to love people and treat them as human. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> we're all called to, it sounds cheesy, but we're all called to love each other and do it well. Um, but I think people don't actively pursue that as much as they can, especially in a world where everything's so me-centered. Um, and so whether or not I'm great at it every day, I know I'm not, um, but I think like at the end of my life, if I can look back and say, how many people did I let into my life and how, how well did I love them? I think that's something that one, the Lord calls us to, but two, I think that will allow people to see a lot more satisfaction um, rather than saying how I was able to please myself, how much money was I able to get, how much status was I able to receive. Um, I think having the thought and mindset of, okay, who can I love on? Who can I be a friend to? Um, who can I make feel like they belong here? Um, in whatever space that is, whether it's at the gym, whether it's at work, whether it's at home. Um, I think that's, like I said, I think it's my purpose, but I think it's everyone's purpose and it's something I hope I can never forget. I think that's really special, man. You know, I think there's something really innate, innate and special about sharing the human experience. You know, I think that's what we want to do. You know, we kind of, some of us shell off at times. Some of us all our lives are the ones just at times in their life because of whatever happened. And that's okay. You know, sometimes you've got to go back in the cave and lick your wounds, you know, but mm -hmm. I think there's something innate in all of us of we've got to share this, this human experience, right? And you can't quite put your finger on it. And the uh, intellectuals have called it joy and happiness and all that <laughs> and love. And you're like, great, I'll start using those words towards it. But you're like, this feeling kind of makes this thing make sense. And uh, it feels like it's worth it for, for these feelings, right? And you're like, well, if if I um, possess the capability to be able to feel that, then everybody else should be able to. And we want to be able to share that, right? And um, yeah, I think that's really, really special, man. Like the way I the way I end up looking at people, whether it's when they walk in the gym and i am just got the task of saying, hey, team, this is what we're going to do today, high-fiving and send them on the way or whether it's somebody making a coffee or whether it's somebody just passing you in the street, I'm always thinking, what's your story, man? Mm -hmm. You know, like, cause there's going to be so much that we miss and we just kind of see the color of their eyes and the color of their hair and how tall they are. Right. And what they're wearing yeah. and stuff. And you're like, great, but that's absolutely <laughs> got nothing to do with them. You know, like yeah. it's just one physical attribute, which is mega. But at the end of the day, it's like, tell me a story you know why why are you yeah, here I think, and i think it's so cool man yeah it's it's crazy how in my roommate he's way better about it than i am about just like asking people questions and getting to know them but like frequently we'll just be sitting and like we'll even just driving around you know like man there are thousands millions of people that we just never get to talk to but like you know we say you go to the airport and you have what 100 people on your flight all those 100 people are going to a destination. Like they have their own story, their own plot, their own plan. And it's like, like, what if you just knew like everybody and where they were going? It would be a lot for sure, but it's just crazy to think that everyone has like this entire life that they experienced before you even met them or even met them in passing. 
Um, and then they have this entire path that they have going forward. Um, and that's what I try to get better about doing about just asking and being a little bit more intentional, like you're saying, because I, sometimes I'm just like, Oh, nice to meet you. you look great. Um, and I have a habit of keeping things surface level. Um, but it's nice to have someone like him challenge me to be a little bit more intentional about it. And like you're saying, there's so much more to people than what we see on the outside. Why do you think your uh, initial reaction is to keep a surface level? Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's just the way our culture kind of is. Um, and coupled with is the fact that I think. I typically am someone that would rather someone else approach me and try to get deeper. Um, it's like if somebody asks me, if somebody asks me a question, like I'll open up like an open book, you know, well, for the most part, um, like no issue. Um, but then I don't know. I just never, like I, my brain just isn't really wired to think, Oh, I need to dig into this person as much as possible. Um, which I don't think is necessary, but I think, um, I don't know. I just never had that bug of like wanting to go far quick. I'm always kind of like a slow and steady. Like, I, like eventually I'll get to know you. Like eventually we'll have more conversations and like, that's kind of how I build up or tend to build up in relationships. Um, and so it could just be how I grew up. I feel like a lot of friends that I met growing up, it was either like on the football field or in classrooms where we kind of just stuck together. Um, and then like as time would go on, you know, you find the common traits, you find what likes you have, what dislikes you have, what makes people take, what makes them happy, what makes them laugh. Um, and so I think that's just kind of what I was used to growing up. And now it's, I feel like as an adult, you don't have as quite as many times as you did growing up where you're stuck in a room with strangers, um, for a year on end, right. Um, or years on end. And so I think it's kind of figuring out how can I get a little bit more intentional with conversation and get a little bit deeper, not necessarily quick or like too quick, but I think not just letting my interactions and relationships be just these, hey, how you doing um, kind of relationships. There's definitely something to be said about spending time with people right it's like if it's it's like a common currency that we all use mm -hmm. and uh people slowly end up opening up and you've not even done anything you know if you sit yeah. in a room <laughs> with somebody and you just don't talk like eventually you know it might take you days like but eventually <laughs> somebody's gonna be like how you doing man you all right like this is kind of weird right we're sat in a room and you kind of mm -hmm. then you start opening up and you and you learn you learn somebody else and yeah there definitely is something something to be said about sharing time you know let's just spend time together we don't have to go and buy each other gifts so you don't have to meet each other at like a, a meet or something like that right mm -hmm. it's like no nah, let's just spend time let's be around each other you know and skill like you said skill is a is a great is a great piece of that you know because you're kind of like no you're gonna sit here mate and this is where you sit for an entire friggin' year and you're like <laughs> <Yeah>. okay great <laughs> i gotta get friendly with this guy because <laughs> Exactly. Otherwise, I'm going to hate him. You know, it's going to get annoying. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? Like we we have so much, we have so much in common. You know, this is why I like travel so much, man. And 
experience different cultures and you see different people from different backgrounds mm. with different languages and everything on paper, it's different, right? And I'm like working class white guy from northwest of England, right? You're like, okay, mega. Like I come all the way over here and I in New Zealand and I start knocking around with some Samoans, right? And you're like, all right, great. I'm five ten on a good day, Brandon. You know what I mean? If I <laughs> uh-huh. if I don't squat for two weeks and like hang from the pull-up bar, maybe, maybe I'm like five ten point one. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. But like you're knocking around with like six, 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 yeah. seven, you know, 130 kilos, and you're like, okay, cool. Like on paper. There is a billion differences here. But if you actually scratch below all that surface, talk to these people, we're all Mm. the goddamn same. And I think it is so stunning to be able to witness that firsthand and just talk to people from all likes of of, all, all walks of life, right? And you're like, you feel the same stuff. You say the same stuff. You've probably learned the same lessons from different experiences and you kind of want the same stuff going forward, you're like, we're all, we're all the same. Yeah. Every, every time like I hit that realization, it's just like, it's just, the world doesn't make sense. Like we're literally just all people just trying to freaking survive. And there's all these conflicts and people are just always pissed off for no reason. I'm like, just, we're just dumb. Like we're all, (laughs) we've all experienced that's yeah. We're all the same because we're all, but no i mean yeah we we get and right it's just the human emotion piece of it but i feel like the more if a lot more intentional conversation that was had depend like depending on even on the scenario i think there would be a lot more common ground and understanding than there would be a discourse <laughs> i think if we we took our differences as a chance of learning rather than um, a chance of conflict, you know, I think we would, we would be a lot, a lot more further on, you know, like, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm just speculating. I'm blonde. You know, I'm not the, I'm not the greatest <laughs> of, I'm not the most intelligent of people, man. And nor was I that great at school, but I'm just like, okay, well, if, if you're different in some way, Mint, what is that like? Where did you come from? Tell me what lesson did you learn? Because like, maybe, I don't know, maybe I don't have to make the same mistake. And then maybe you don't have to make the same mistake I do. And we can learn from it, give each other a high frigging five and be like, sick, see you in two weeks. Like, let's let's go live life, you know, rather than like, no, 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 that's all different. Like, I know everything. Again, it goes back to believing that you're the center of the universe. Like, I think we need to believe the opposite, right? We need something that, dishes as a little bit of humble pie every day yeah keep yourself accountable (laughs) yeah a lot right (laughs) a lot of humble pie (laughs) some people need the whole friggin' pie (laughs) exactly i probably need it some days too yeah Yeah. you know that's why we like barbells man exactly it's you pick pick it up nice warm serving yeah you pick it up you're like is this only 20 kilos are you sure (laughs) it's the freaking bar yeah hell yeah they're like oh there's one of those days so many days where like i'll get to the bar or like i'll start snatching and uh there's no there's no way that this is what i have to do today and then i'll get to like 50 kilos sometimes like i miss 50 kilos in front or behind me and i just look at my coach and he's just like (laughs) 
He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so I'm just I'm like, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long session. But Oh, man. The best is when you when you, you see the look in the coach's eyes and it, they literally just look back and you go, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, oh, um, you're the, supposed to be this all-seeing creature that knows everything. I'm like, I'm looking for you to some sort of support here. And they're like, do it again. Like, yeah, oh. just do it again. <laughs> that's yes, guys. And that's just like, damn, all right, that's great to hear. <laughs> remember, uh remember back home, it was like a back alley weightlifting gym. Like we had buckets everywhere because the roof would would leak. Like it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like it was one of those ones. Like everybody used to come in with like saurine and about three coffees with them. And it was like this like German uh malt loaf, right? So it was like super mm-hmm. calorie dense probably about yay big but it had like 800 calories in it and people were just smashing their back end out of this but i'd come in right and you'd see people do stuff and they'd just be like be less shit like you're like okay be better mint cheers okay (laughs) i guess uh i guess that's where (laughs) we're at today guys be less shit i was like oh great thanks any pointers no okay mint thank you let's be better we do that all the time like obviously it's not serious, but we're just like, no, if no. you just would be better, you know, like they probably would work out for you. And I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks for the advice. If I was just stronger. I think it'd be easier, you know. Yeah, but that's right, but that's the thing. It just it's the community, right? And a little bit of banter between people, and we're all in here for the same thing, you know. We're all sure. we're all doing the same thing. We're all moving around and again. Strength is relative, and just drop some shit talk on people. Just so it, you know, let's just crack a smile. I think comedy is a universal language again, and I think it's uh, it heals all wounds, you know. So Not let's sure. just take the seriousness out of it. Yeah, okay, if somebody's going for a heavy lift or going into their set, then don't just throw a knock-knock joke at them. Like, be serious for that three seconds that we like to do fitness and then, you know, mm-hmm. go back to ripping each other apart. Well, that's the that's the magic way to do it, I think. Yeah, mate. It's it's the it's the weight room way, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Dude, I got three questions. <laughs> What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? Um one that stuck with me um right when I was graduating from college with uh one of my I don't want to say advisors, but I talked with him pretty heavily um, going into like my junior and senior year. And I was trying to figure out like what career choice to make. Um, he said, uh, I can't remember how he phrased it. It was something along the lines of whatever decision you make would be the right decision, mostly because you made a decision. Um, so I think I was in between like a couple of different opportunities and he was like, you know, it's all it's easy to get caught up and think, oh, I need to make the right decision or I have to weigh out these pros and these cons and da da da. He was like, whatever decision you make is gonna be the right decision. You just have to trust it and like move forward and be confident, whatever decision you make. Um, and I've taken that with I'm not gonna say everything that I've done, but sometimes I still get caught up. Um, but I think it's it really pushed me to say, okay, I just have to once I've done, if I have to do research behind a decision or whatever that needs to be, um, like I have a choice to make and I just think to 100% believe in it and just move forward with it. 
that's been helpful so far in some avenues. Yeah, it was uh, like a good a good decision today is better than a better perfect decision tomorrow, right? Exactly. So Sometimes if you wait too long, you miss an opportunity. So you know, hundred percent, mate. Just get back in the fight. Keep walking. Get on the road. Whatever analogy you want to use, just do something. Yeah, exactly. What about the worst piece of life advice? Worst piece. It's mm. mm. a tough one, actually. Um, that's a hard one, actually. Maybe something. Uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times growing up, people told, told you you could do anything. And I'm not going to say that that's bad advice because you can do anything. Um, but I think that we are given specific gifts and abilities within our own nature that um, if we're able to like hone in and really focus in on, we can be really excellent at like, I don't think I'll ever be a world-renowned trombone player. I just don't think it's going to happen, you know? Uh, as much as I, I tried to learn the guitar a couple of years ago, it's fun. Um, I don't think I'm going to be up there with uh, Van Halen or on stage with Ed Sheeran. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I know I'm a, great, a pretty good weightlifter. I know I'm a pretty good friend. Um, I went to school for engineering. I don't think that's my cup of tea. Um, in terms of how I want to spend the rest of my life, maybe I'll change my mind. But I think, um, I think having the idea so that you could literally pick anything and just be great at it, not a bad piece of advice, but it's worth it to kind of figure out what you like and try to get really good at it. Mm. I like that. I think it is a, a shared thought as well. You know, I do think we can we can learn majority of things, if not everything, right? But you're not gonna be world class professional making making a million dollars, right? It's like no, exactly. I'm, I'm not I'm not going for the long jump or pole vaulting. I'm not gonna go be <laughs> a professional pole vault. It's not gonna happen, guys. Yeah, you know, it's like I could maybe get pretty good at like a Sunday league. Okay, fantastic, you know, but there's there's no way you're gonna be world number one you know like you, sometimes you got to be um you got to have a little bit of foresight of being like okay well my gifts are, are better serviced elsewhere mm -hmm. i like that i like that figure out your strengths and use them right yeah last question what are the three words you would tell your younger self three words mm. <laughs> don't chase girls um, <laughs> uh maybe not that but that's that's a that's a real that's a not so joke joke um that's a real answer saying, right there that's a real answer um 
I would say probably I'm gonna say four four words. Do what you love. Um, and I think that's just kind of goes back to what I just said. I think figuring out like what gives you joy um, and what makes your heart, um, I think, kind of just feel on fire. Um, and sometimes that might be chasing a girl. Sometimes that's chasing this dream that you see for yourself um, and actually putting in work for it. Um, rather than just kind of daydreaming about it. Um, I think it's kind of just a, I think growing up, I was told a lot of things and given a lot of direction that wasn't necessarily other people's dreams for me. I don't think I was ever kind of that kid. Um, but I think there are a lot of times I chose, made decisions that would be beneficial for maybe not completely beneficial for other people but like i'm doing this i'm going to this event because it's going to make so and so happy what's like great if it makes them happy no big deal but at the end of the day if i get home and i'm tired and drained and exhausted like is this really benefiting me um and so i think figuring out a way to marry what you truly enjoy with how it relates to the people around you and your circumstances in your everyday life, whether any it could be work even. Um, I think figuring out what makes you feel at peace and chasing that as best as you can and as much as the Lord allows it, um, I think is probably sound advice for a younger me. Awesome, man. I love it. Thank you so much for your time, man. Yeah, no problem. Mate. It's always an honor and a privilege, you know, just being able to hear someone's uh, perspectives on life and random questions that I might be interested in or, or just wanting to talk some shit with a, with a stranger on the internet. So I just want to say thanks, bro. It, it means a lot, mate. For sure. No problem. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. I know we literally went back and forth for three or four messages and <laughs> now here we are. So And then we're talking cool. about the meaning of life, you know, like, right. <laughs> I'm not the best with small talk, man. Like I got to like, I got to brief people. I was like, guys, if we're going to do this, we're kind of got to go, got to go all in, you know, like I'm going to say some jokes and then we're going to ask you about whatever, you know, it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's a special thing, man, you know, having a, having a no holes bad, but a deep conversation, but it doesn't have to go that way. You know, it's like, just talk about whatever you want. Let the conversation do its thing. You know, I think that's a, uh, a real big beauty of like the human experience, man. I just want to say thanks for sharing it with me, man. Yeah, no, I agree. No problem. Brother, if I'm ever out in the States, I need to come left with you. I need to throw some weight around. If, yeah. If you find yourself in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, I'll be here. I'll get there, man. So All right. I'll get there. I want to do a road trip. I've done a lot of, um, I spoke to and saw a lot of people over in the States and Canada, and I want to do a, a road trip uh, basically around both countries. So if I'm just starting around and you get a weird message, you're like, hey, remember me? You're like, geez, he's here. Um, sounds good. Let's make it work. Perfect. Brother, right. have a banging day and I'll speak to you soon. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye.